No, we definitely shouldn't. All right, three, two, one. We're live. We are rolling. Welcome to the Top 8 with Nate, episode 2 for September 26, 2018. How's everybody doing? We got three followers now. I'm here again with my boy Ryan. What's up, what's up? That's that's becoming your signature greeting, by the way. That what's up, what's up? We, we got to get that on a t-shirt or something. That would be dope. I like it, I like it. All right, uh, so when we started the podcast, this is what I want to talk to you about. When we started the podcast last week, we were talking about that bullshit Clay Matthews hit on Dirk Cousins. And it just continues to get worse. Fuck it. Same guy, man. Poor Clay Matthews. Like, And then he comes out and says that you know the league's getting soft. Which, it, I mean, it kind of is. Just being a spectator. like They had four roughing the passer penalties on Monday Night Football with Ben. Between Ben and uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think they both had two apiece. And then Ben came out later and said how ridiculous the penalties were. First of all, how can Ben Roethlisberger get a roughing the passer? He's bigger than like well, that's what, most uh, D linemen. That's what he had said in the uh, the article too. He was like, uh, I guess they really are starting to call these things because I'm starting to get them. Yeah, it's I mean, serious. Granted, honestly, in the fir- that first half, there was only one that I could see, and it was just because he got pretty much punched mm-hmm. in the helmet um, by a, a defender. So they're gonna call that like to the to the helmet of the quarterback. They've always called that. Yeah, but you can't th- punch the guy. No, nah. but but this 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 tackling and landing on the the quarterback is just it's getting worse and worse by the week. Um, something needs to be done, and the NFL just seems to just keep disregarding it. Yeah, like Goodell, nobody has come out and said anything yet, yeah. have they? Or yeah. in, in response to all the bullshit. And then, you know where I think it really needs to start is I, I think Goodell really needs to go. There really needs to be a change in the organization. I, I mean, I really truly believe that. I. I I, I mean, I feel like he's going to run this league into the ground. So what, you made Kaepernick the new commissioner? No, no, <laughs> not, not Kaepernick. Jokes, people, it's jokes. It's jokes. I don't want to end up on the news somehow. <laughs> Podcasting <laughs> goes too far. Um, all right, so we're going to talk about top eight receivers. What else is going on? Oh, inmate number NN7687. Do you know who that is? I have no idea who that is. Dr. Huxtable. Bill Cosby. Three to ten years for sexual assault and drugging women. What, what a damn you, shame. Like, I went, I used to go home from school and watch the Cosby show. Like, that was my jam. That and the Fresh Prince. See, I never was a big Bill Cosby follower, but, I mean, if he really did that to women, that's that's sad. I never got into his stand-up, but yeah, come on, man. Come on, Dr. Huxtable. But anyway, he's 81 years old. He gets three to ten years, like, it's basically his retirement home, right? Yeah, he, he yeah, he's gone. He'll die there probably. Sad to say, but I mean, he kind of deserves it. He can't well, be raping women. I mean, yeah, but that's what he done. I mean, he ended up in the place that he needed to go to. So. All right, so I felt like we needed to mention that just because that's Good what's luck, happening. Bill. <laughs> Don't drop the soap, man. <laughs> he's like blind too. Like the guy's just, it's it's sad. It's terrible. Um. All right, so we talked about the Matthews hit. Oh, real quick, hockey news. So I'm a Flyers fan, unfortunately. What have they done lately? Um, but one of our centers, Yori Laterra, he's a Finn. Um, he's caught up in this cocaine scandal that like has seven people locked up. His house was raided, and, wow. and they were looking for cocaine. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? You play in the NHL. How much blow are you doing that the police are raiding your home? <laughs> he, he was trying to make some side cash, man. I don't know. I mean, yeah, his contract isn't all like he's not a good player, but that's probably why, man. You can't be doing blow before games. Man, being involved in a cocaine ring. 
Don't Thunder. sound like the Flyers are gonna have too good of a year. No. Team, the team, team goes the, down. The team comes out and they're like, oh, we, we choose not to comment at this time <laughs> and say, because what can you say? They find out the whole team's involved. Just in it. cut his ass. He's not even good. Like, we don't need cokeheads on the team. Come about, on, Philly. Oh, back on. How about Emerson Griffin? Have you seen that? Yeah. Well, okay, break it down. The exact story. So basically, I, I feel like I've basically heard a few what things. I've been reading was that. So he went like nuts at a hotel saying he was gonna like shoot the hotel up and like if they didn't let him in his room and then he just like laid on the ground and then he like went to trey wayne's house who later on the wife said that like they're not even like that good of friends and like he like tried to climb through the window and like break into his house is trey wayne's another player yeah he's a cornerback on the vikings so he he climbed through a window yeah trey wayne's house then he got and somebody called his wife when he they got him in the vehicle from the house and said that they had him and she told them to bring him to the house. He then ended up in an ambulance and he said people were following him and then and when they stopped the ambulance he jumped out of the ambulance onto <laughs> the ground. Yeah, this is it's like, like a movie. It's, it's crazy. Um, I, I I really I, I love the guy. I hope he kind of gets his stuff together. He was the captain of our defense. Um, I don't know. I feel really bad for him. I hope he's not going crazy. Yeah, you wish nothing for the best in that situation. But just, obviously, a, he's going through something. Whether it's like, is it is it brain damage? I, I is don't it, know. It's it's like he had a blow up with his wife. Like what? They also, I also was reading like you. Know, I mean, you can't. You don't know what's real. It's the truth. So somebody said like he stopped taking his meds. So like I don't know if he has some like disorder and like he stopped taking his meds and he just went nuts. Like yeah, I don't. I don't know what the. Well, I guess we'll find out here over the next couple weeks of what the real deal is and hopefully he can get back to the Vikings and most of all hopefully himself he can get himself back straight yeah that's most important but the Eagles play the Vikings in two weeks and if he's not there like it's not, not it's not, not like it's good for him to be there in a couple weeks so. um that shit's crazy man I, I gotta you gotta have cojones to jump out of an ambulance like something's not right no no <laughs> you think dude <laughs> I, I kind of think, I, but now looking back on the game now against the Bills, which was oh my god, one of the worst Viking games I've ever seen. Anyways, I kind of maybe think that that kind of had some kind of correlation to the result. Like you know, that's the leader of their defense, and they see him just pretty much lose his mind. Of the teams that you follow, you would be the most diehard about the Vikings. You would say, right? Yeah. Like yeah, the most passionate. Passionate about the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like the same way with the birds. So when shit like this goes down, you're like, come on, man. Like, It affects the city. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Well, hopefully he gets it together. Best wishes to you, Emerson. Um, You want to do your pick for the week now? Or you want to hold off on that until oh, after yeah. the top um, eight? Hey, uh, Ryan's want to know, by the way. Everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. Want to know in the young season uh, after week three. Uh, I had the Seahawks last week as my lock of the week. Um, going into this fourth week, got a lot of crazy stuff going on in the NFL, but actually I'm going to go away from the NFL uh, this week. Um, college, oh, we're going college? We're going college, college football this week. Yeah, well, I, I, try to, I try to get my best play of the whole week. So Seattle was a, a really – I really liked them in that spot. They were going at home. They had their first two games on the road. They were 0-2. Um, they had the Cowboys coming into town. I feel like the Cowboys are absolutely not a good football team at all. They're going to live and die by Zeke, and they really don't have much else besides that Dak. Yeah, Dak blows. Dak is a way overrated quarterback. I, I don't. He was a great college quarterback, but I don't think he's an NFL-caliber quarterback. Um, 
anyways, that was a great spot for them. They they smashed on them boys. Um, so anyways, I was looking over the sl uh, slate of games for this week, and um, I was looking at some college games, and there's a lot of big college games this week. Uh, a lot of there's I think there's two top ten matchups. Yeah, it's about time. We got man. Stanford and Notre Dame and Ohio State and uh, Penn State. Um, anyway, so I was looking at the Penn State Ohio State game, and that's actually where my picks going to come in. So they're out in Happy Valley, uh, big big game for Penn State. Um, it's going to be a whiteout. I can't wait to watch it. Prime time on ABC Saturday night. Penn State um, Ohio State, yeah, that's going to be war. So uh, last year Ohio State beat. I think it was last year. Let's see. Um, they play last year. I can't remember. Well, they play every year, right? I mean, no, they don't. So uh, I don't know shit about weird. college they don't, football. They don't man. play. They don't play every year. Um, let me look real quick. So that would be the 2017 season. Yes. Let me pull it up. 27. I believe they lost to Ohio State by one. All right. So Penn State's a home dog. I love me a home dog, especially in college football. Um, you know, being at home, you got that crowd energy behind you. It's going to be a whiteout. That crowd is going to be thumping. Uh, it is going to be loud in Happy Valley. Penn State football is back. Um, so no, they're not. Like they're not going to win any fucking championships anytime They're, they're soon. back. They're, they're not. Back. They don't have Joe Pa. Man, Trace McSorley, he's a real deal. Um, real deal quarterback. Anyways, he's so, not going to play in the pros. So there's three between three and a half and four point underdogs going into this weekend. Uh, anyways, so since 1992, Penn State is 5-1 against the spread as an underdog at home. Um, I love me some Penn State Nittany Lions. Um, I, three and a half isn't a bad line if you get them at that. I, I, I think they're going to win the game outright, um, but definitely get your points. It's a revenge game. They, I, they lost last year to uh, to Ohio State 38-39, uh, I believe what the score was. Um Something like that, but yeah, take dude, the, I like it. I'm a little bit take, biased to the Nittany Lions. Take the Nittany Lions at homes, um, at home, smash on them, um, and we'll get to two and zero on the young season. <laughs> Cocky, he's going outright. All right, today's topic again is uh, the top eight receivers. All right, we did quarterbacks last week, and we both fucked up for not putting Patty. Mahomes in there, post Mahomes. The dude is filthy. Like, I mean, he's how many play, weeks does he have to do he's it? He's playing before? well, but he's played three games. All right. Three games. Yeah. So, but who's a better quarterback in football right now? I, I don't. Anyone other? I mean. No. Right now, playing right now. Right now. Yeah. Who's better than Patrick Mahomes? Of Drew Brees threw for four hundred or something yards last week. I'll Dude, take Drew that's Brees like over Drew Brees every week. I'll man. take Drew Brees over Patrick Mahomes. If we're talking just for a year, if I'm mean, I'm looking at the career aspect. No, Drew I'm not Brees talking about him. who are you taking. I'm talking uh, about who is the hottest quarterback. Oh, Patrick Mahomes is the hottest quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah, but do I think it's going to? Do I think it's going to go throughout the whole season? Absolutely not. No, he'll cool off. They'll figure him out. And he's like not reinventing the wheel over there. I mean, it's just a matter of time before. I mean, there's pro, they're all pros out there. The, the defenders are going to pick up his schemes. They're going to pick up what he does. Um, the defensive coordinators, you know, you're watching hours and hours of films. You're going to figure out what this kid's doing, and they're going to shut it down. All right, so I know uh, we touched on – I keep going back. We'll get to the countdown eventually, folks. But we, we kind of, like, glossed over the whole Clay Matthews thing. We didn't go into, like, great depth about that. He got screwed again, man. I mean, he did get screwed again. Like what? Uh, what else can you do in that position? Running full speed, grown ass man speed. Like, no. He there's. He even like put his arm down, his left arm down, to like not put all his weight on it. And they call it like they throw the flag. You know what I forgot, You know what I forgot to say to you about that was I seen um, online 
that a defender tore his ACL trying to stop himself from landing on the quarterback. Oh my God! Who? Who um, is this? Look it up. I, I I don't. I just had seen it real quick on when I was screwing around on Twitter the other day. Um, wait, I mean, was what, that bullshit or was that no, like it's a real it was a good source? It was a real thing. Yeah, it was like from the ESPN, I think. Um, the ESPN, NFL defender. But I mean, come on, NFL. What are we doing? We have players like trying to stop their momentum so hard that they're tearing their ACL from landing on the quarterback. Like, this is a joke. Just and give them flags. Pretty much. I mean, if this is what it's going to come to you, I, I honestly would rather see them pull their flag than every five seconds the game's being stopped for a penalty. Like, and we're giving them a first down. Oh, it happened in the Vikings game, too. I, I can't believe I forgot about this. So, on the first drive, I'm not saying that's why the Vikings got beat. I mean, they just played like shit. But the first Play drive... the ropes. The first drive of the game, it was going to be they were going to stop them three and out. They had a sack. They called. They, the two defenders came in, um, and I believe it was Lindell Joseph that came in. They said he lowered his head into the quarterback. They threw a 15-yard penalty. Then the Bills went down the field and scored. The Vikings would have got the ball back probably on the 50-yard line or so to and start the turned game. turned it over. And if they go in and score there, the Bills are probably like, oh, shit, here we go again. Instead, the game went out, and I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying by any means defending the Vikings' performance by this one call, but it was it was pretty freaking ridiculous. All right, here here it is. Dolphins say Williams Hayes tore ACL trying to avoid penalty on sack. Richard Sherman rips the NFL. Like, I mean, what, he, is, what is this? First of all, he is the first guy ever to do this. Nobody else has done this before. He will be out for the season. That's a damn shame. Towards ACL on that sack, he was trying not to put body weight on the quarterback. His foot got caught in the ground. I mean, come on, NFL. This is a joke, Goodell. This is an absolute joke. Unbelievable. They don't care about the rest of us getting hurt, Sherman wrote. All right, but here's the other side of the argument, and I'm not saying I agree with this, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. The argument for the NFL is saying, like, you want to see Tom Brady play. You don't want to see whoever his backup is. So you got to protect these guys like as much as you can. To but, be honest with you, I watch the NFL to watch people get hit. That's why I watch the NFL. Yeah, but like Brady Rogers is better than whoever Brady's backup is and Deshaun Kaiser. I mean, granted, yeah, but no one wants to see flag football. Yeah, I think there's just too much tinkering going on. Like, just leave the game alone. Like baseball, they haven't touched that shit in like a hundred years. It's fine. Okay, they've added instant replay or whatever, but but basically it's the same game. Like I, NFL, you just got you at a certain up, point. You, there's nothing else you can do. But you know what's crazy to me though, Nate, is the fact that last week we had I think did we have two quarterbacks go out for the season? We had Jimmy G go out, and he was out of the pocket when he tore his ACL. We had two quarterbacks go out for the season this week. I, uh, yeah, there, I know Jimmy G went out. Who's the other? I'm trying to think. Tyrod Taylor got hurt and Baker came. He did. In, he did. He got a concussion. Um, I don't. I don't know if it was two, but we had. So we had Jimmy G go out of the pocket. He was running and got hit, and there was no penalty on that play when he tore his ACL. So like, I mean, realistically though, and I mean, I mean the Aaron Rodgers play of last year, like this is what it all stems to. And what's kind of funny to me is Aaron Rodgers came out and said, "This is ridiculous, this and that." Well, Aaron, these penalties are because of you. So. Ooh, shaded Aaron Rodgers. Only the best quarterback in the league. Dude, poor guy's behind Tom Brady. <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes. All right, 
Let's go. Let's get into our top eight. Um, number eight wide receiver. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You can go first. Uh, I got. Oh wait, before we get into top eight, <laughs> I keep like saying that. Uh, we gotta do honorable mentions. Okay, we did the honorable mention with Holmes. Like we fucked up. We should have put him in there. Honorable mentions at wide receiver. I think for me, Alshon didn't make my cut because he hasn't played yet. That's the only reason why he's gonna come in in beast mode. Uh, Diggs didn't make my cut. Ooh. Yeah, wow. That's a shot at you. Wow. Um, Jarvis Landry, I think, is an honorable mention. Yeah. Dude's he's, filthy. He's, he's a solid receiver. And then he's washed up and old, but fits. I, I, I like that. I like that. So, obviously, Diggs made yours, but did any of those other guys make, make your top eight? Um, no, none of those guys made my top eight. Um, okay. I like, like the shout-out to Larry Fitz, though. He's been a, he's been a great receiver in <laughs> he's the a league G, man. for many years. When have you ever heard anything bad about he, Fitz? He's a, great, he's a great receiver. Never. Can you think of anybody else, though, that you think would be an honorable mention? Um, they, might have, they might be in my top eight. I really like I really like Allen Robinson. I think he's on his way to being being a great receiver in the NFL. Um, his injury last year really kind of put a hole on. Who's he play for? The Jags. He did play for the Jags. Now he plays for the Bears. Oh. The Trubisky Allen Robinson Mitch. connection. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, shaking in my boots over here. Trubisky and Robinson I, connection. Hey, young, young, both young players. They're going to develop together. I think they'll think they'll be onto something. How young is Robinson? I think he's his, this is might be his fourth year. Oh. Yeah, he's pretty young. I'd rather have Wentz and Alshon. Um, I, I I'll give a shout out to Larry Fitz. Um, nobody. Oh, uh, you know I have another one. Who? Tyreek Hill. Oh, he didn't make your top eight. He didn't make my top eight. He didn't make my top eight. I'll give a shout out to him. He, he's doing big things. Big but, things. But I, I don't know. I feel like he's going to fizzle out, too. As, as Patrick Mahomes goes down, he's going to start dropping oh as well. But Mahomes hate. Wait. Did they I like, just, I'm not a believer in the Chiefs. First of all, the Chiefs have no defense. Did Texas Tech beat Florida at any point when Mahomes was the quarterback? And like, uh, Is that why you don't like him uh, subconsciously? He just no. kind of – I just you don't like his haircut? What is I, it? I don't know. I like Mahomes. I, I, I think he's going to be good. But um, I just I'm not a, I'm not a buyer on the Chiefs. I'm a seller, I think. Because they always choke? Well, for one, they're giving up a lot of yards if you look at their defensive statistics. They're not going to be able to keep up those offensive stats. So it's just a matter of time before they start dropping games. But what if Mahomes is that good? He's, But he's not. He hasn't even played an elite defense yet. Who have they played? Let's look it up. Look that the Steelers. Team. I know they played the Steelers, okay, which yeah. you've seen their defense. Yeah. After Shazier went down, like everybody just quit on that team. He held that defense together. I would, I would love to see Shazier play football again. Oh, yeah. It would be awesome. I love, you I hope love. he would come back. Okay, but. so here we go. Chargers. Dude, the char- Joey Bosa? Joey Bosa's been injured the whole year, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just fucking with you. But uh, Name one other Chargers Steelers defender. You can't. And Niners. Uh, yeah, Richard Sherman. Come on. He's old. Who else is on the Niners, D? Crickets. Cue the cricket sound. Uh, Roman Foster. Oh yeah, okay, from Alabama. But yeah. he's like always. But like was he? Yeah, he somebody came, he, and he came smoking back, something. Well, he was not suspended, but I believe he came back last week. So they play the Broncos this week at Mile High. Von Miller. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens up there. But who else? Then is on they that play. Defense? Then they play the Jaguars. So that, another elite defense. So we'll, I, I we'll can see. only name like one defender on every other team. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Name it, Name another defensive player on the Broncos. Besides Von Miller. 
Shay. What's what's his name? Um, Shane Ray. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got though. I couldn't tell you a cornerback. Well, they lost to lead. They have Chris um, Corner. Uh, Chris Corner. Yeah. No, not not Chris Corner. I know. He yeah. plays corner. Yes, he plays corner. His first name's Chris. You can't look him up, then, then we don't know. His I first name's Chris. Me, All right. Uh, so I Chris did, Harris. I didn't. I didn't even get to waking him up yet. That's his name, Chris Harris. Yeah, because it popped up, Harris. All right. Um, my number eight. Coming in at number eight. Drum roll, please. From the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Mike Evans. Okay. I have him listed a little bit higher up on mine. But. He's first of all, he's enormous. Like, the guy's built like a fucking gladiator, and he goes after every ball, and he's fast. So, like, that combination, no wonder it's, like, that's why Fitzmagic's getting all the credit, because he's throwing to, he's got three great options in O.J. Howard, Mike Evans, and Deshaun Action Jackson. That's a solid pick, solid pick. I think he's a little bit uh, better of a receiver than number eight, but. Ooh, that's why we do the podcast. Who you got, number eight? So, I, I was going back and forth on this because he, he's been injured for a lot of this year. He really hasn't played much. Um, but I went with Dougie Baldwin. Um, Who? No, I know. From, from the Seahawks. From, from the Seahawks. Um, he's done pretty good things over his career. He has a really good connection with Russell Wilson. Um, he's that really dependable receiver. Anytime they need a first down, they can go to him. Um, you've seen their offense really isn't as prolific so far this season as it has been in years past since – He's had those both those knee injuries. He had his he hurt one knee in the preseason, and then I think it was the first game in the season. Baldwin and he did the other one. Yeah, so he hasn't played much at all this year. Uh, hopefully, he can get back. And he made your number eight. I, I like him. Guy barely he, played. Does he have any touchdowns or anything? This year, um, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, if he was healthy, I, I think he's a top eight receiver in the NFL. All right. Before we get go to number seven, what makes a great wide receiver if you're like a gm or a scout or a coach what are you looking for like what do what do these all these guys on your list have that like you know joe schmo from utep doesn't have i don't know if every single one of my receivers possess each quality no it's impossible to well for one you know some guys have a little better at this than that so they're able you know i think to be honest to be honest route running i mean we'll make up if you you know if you're lacking a little bit in speed or size, if you can run a crisp route and shake your defender, I feel like that's the most important out of anything. Um, what do you, what, what yeah, is, and that gets down to like the technique, like yeah. respecting your craft, just being yeah. a fucking pro yeah. at all times, being an excellent route runner. Those poor cornerbacks, man, having to cover some of these guys. Yeah, right. Um, I like size, obviously being able to catch the ball, like. And that sounds stupid, like, yeah, no shit. You should be able to catch the ball. But a lot of receivers drop balls, and you got to be able to hold on to it and make the big play when it, it counts. That drives me crazy. I mean, you're an NFL receiver, and you're dropping a wide-open pass. Like, that should never, ever happen. Yeah. Um, and, like, physicality, like, going up and getting it. I fucking love that shit. Like, watching, like, a jump ball, basically, going up and getting a rebound or something. Um, that whole power and physicality element, I like that in a receiver, too. Um, being like a red zone threat, like Megatron was. Yeah. That's uh, how you get a I nickname love, like love, Megatron. Yeah, I love Mason Calvin. <laughs> it's a shame that he retired, man. Too, Way too, too early. Too he was early. like 29, I think. Too early. But that's still he, too he early. He had a lot of a lot of great years left in him. It was, I, I, was, I was kind of upset when he, he kind of left. I mean, 
I hated playing against him. Something about Detroit just like makes you quit early. Cause didn't Barry Sanders do the same thing? Like, yeah, go out on top, like yeah. in his prime. Just imagine if Stafford had Calvin Johnson right now. That that could that was your boy. He talked about Stafford. Hey, last he week. beat Tom Brady in the Patriots, yeah. man, on Sunday night. Hey, he looked good. They looked good. They looked good. Like the dude's got an arm. He's got no O line. I seen that coming though from a mile away. I watched like three plays of that game, and the Lions were on offense. And the Patriots got no pass rush at all. And Collinsworth was like, if the Lions, if the Lions O-line plays like this, like they're going to be all right. But cause the Lions suck, man. People, Their people, O-line's terrible. I, I mean, uh, people were pounding the line. I mean, uh, the Patriots, um, and that line was not moving. It was just sitting there. They, that, the house was just like, keep betting them, keep betting them. Man, yeah, I've seen that coming. I think I don't – like Doug Baldwin didn't even come to my mind because – like it's Seattle. I'm like it's so far. Like I don't give a shit what's going on like way out there on that coast. You know. But, I mean, Doug Baldwin's that that guy that he runs the best. He runs really good routes. He has great hands. I don't hear about him enough because I'm on these. Like yeah. they don't give a shit about Alshon Jeffrey. I feel like the way we do. You know what I mean? I don't know. He just didn't stand out to me. Dougie B. Um. All right, number seven. I got DeAndre Hopkins from the Texans. Um, and the only reason I have this is because he's like awesome in Madden, but I really don't know shit about DeAndre Hopkins, man. Like, where did he come from? I couldn't even tell you what college he went to. But I remember seeing him on Hard Knocks a couple years ago, and they were all excited about him. And then, like, you know, you see him in fantasy leagues at the top. He's a valuable pick. Deshaun Watson's number one target. But, like, is he having a good year? I don't know. I just kind of put him up there because of his name. name I mean, only. he has great athletic skill. Yeah, he's great got athletic skill. He's got um, sick hands. He's, he's made that. some unbelievable catches. Um, I Actually, I, he was my number nine receiver. Ooh, but you didn't give him the honorable mention. I, I, yeah, I forgot. I, right. wasn't, I wasn't planning on doing that whole honorable mention thing. It kind of threw me off for a second. <laughs> Careful. You never know what's going to happen here on the Top 8 Podcast. Um. But I, honestly, I, that was a really hard decision for me to keep DeAndre Hopkins out of my top eight because I think he's an unbelievable wide receiver, and some of the catches he's made have just been unreal. He's pretty um, consistent. I mean, he's had six receptions, six receptions, eight receptions, 86 yards, 110, 78, one touchdown. I mean, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty uh, sort I'm looking for. I mean, it's a good safety valve for you know for a, a second-year quarterback like Deshaun. Yeah. Oh no, he, he's it's good to have a weapon like that. I'm not, I'm not counting him out at all. Yeah. So, DeAndre Hopkins, number seven. Who you got, bro? My boy. Oh. Can fine. you dig it? Can you dig it, sucker? Stephon Diggs. Um, I mean, you know the play that pretty much describes this kid, the miracle of Minnesota. Oh my god. I, I, I mean, know it has, has there, a name. Has there been? I, I mean, that might have be one of the greatest. Play, that might be the top play in NFL history. Could, no way. Could very no well be. No way. I mean, no way! That is such a bold statement. I'm not gonna let you just gloss over that. Like, what about like the immaculate reception? I'm just saying. What about Philly, re- Philly? Of recent, recent years. Yeah, Philly, the, Philly. The Philly special blows the Philly sp- up. Get, get Nick out, Foles man. catching a touchdown? No way. I mean, that play, everyone is down and out. What? I mean, that that play was unbelievable. I, I, I will always remember that play. I will remember where I was at. I gotta watch it. Stephon Diggs. What, what did you call it? What is it? The, the miracle Minnesota. in Minnesota. The miracle in Minnesota. Give me a fucking break. And then they got their asses kicked. All right. 
I won't take any more shots at the Vikings. And my internet slow. Stefan Diggs makes miracle TD catch on the last play. But this is a kid. After this ad. This is a kid that has amazing hands. You seen that commercial they have with him? Everything sticking to his hands. Yeah, that was, that was stupid. I mean, that's, that pretty much describes him. Though he doesn't use very rarely will you see him drop a pass. He runs great routes. Where did he's he go to quick. school? We never found out where DeAndre Hopkins went. He went to, to Maryland. Who? DeAndre Hopkins? No. Oh, Stephon Diggs. Right, DeAndre Hopkins went to Clemson. Keenum. Oh shit, we fucking missed it because I was going to full screen. Alright, rewind. Oh! What was that defender doing though? He just ducked his head. He throws his helmet. The miracle! That play. Was the best play in Vikings history. So many babies were made that night in Minnesota. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everybody was getting yeah. down. I was Come so on, Marcus? I was, I was ecstatic in my living room. This guy, 43. I couldn't believe this. I really thought I really thought we just gave our season away. And, he, and the worst part is Marcus Williams, that defender, takes out his own guy, too. Like, the only other guy that has a chance, maybe, to tackle Diggs. Diggs is going to do great things, especially with Captain Kirk throwing him the ball. I hate how you call him Captain Kirk. Where, where was that connection last week, bro? They just didn't show up last week. <laughs> you got to show up for work? I know. They just, I, honestly, I feel like they just thought that they could just roll in. They were worried about the Rams. They're focused on the Rams. They just thought they could show up and win the game, and you see how that happens. They're all professionals. You got to show up every week. All right. So that was your number seven. Stephon Diggs. All right, number six, I got Mahomes' boy, Tyreek Hill. And I like Tyreek Hill because he's like, he can do it all. I mean, he's quick as hell. And, like, on kick returns, he's all, the dude's clutch. Punt returns, he pretty much does everything you ask him to do. Um, so you got to respect that. I mean, that is that is a professional. I don't know if he's a great route runner or any of that shit. I, I, I never think, hear about I him dropping think passes. He's just fast, and that's why I don't know. Speed is another important part of being a wide receiver, man. Yeah, no, it is. It is important, but I, I just not the most. That's why I couldn't put him with these guys because I feel like he doesn't possess all the qualities to be an elite wide receiver. Well, he's not very big. I know that, right? I mean, he's he's a little guy. You know who kind of reminds me of yeah. Percy Harvin. Whatever happened? To, what is Percy Harvin doing right now? Oh, that's a good question. He's like working at an ice cream I mean, he shop. Was on, he was on the top of the world there for a little while, and then he just kind of went crazy. Out. He had he pulled an Everson Griffin. Yeah. He, <laughs> was, he, he was great when he was on the Vikings, and who knows what happened to him. I don't know. Where he had it? like a mental breakdown or something, right? I, I mean, maybe he's working at Burger King now. I have no idea what he's doing. Welcome to Burger King. All right. Um, so that was my number six, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I think he can hurt you in so many ways. He's a valuable part of that offense, which is ridiculous with Travis Kelsey and Kareem Hunt. Mahomes has weapons. Mahomey. Um, so, yeah, Tyreek Hill, number six. Who you got? I got Mike Evans. Okay. Uh, I, I agree. Slim here in at number six. Um, he's a big body receiver. I love the way he can go up and get a first down um, when the team needs it. Um yeah, you love he, the way he does that shit. He's 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 been clutch for the Buccaneers over the years that he's been there. 
first game, six receptions, no, that was, 137. That was against the Steelers yards. on Monday night. Oh, yeah, yeah my bad. In the first game, Third he had game. 147 yards. And a t- against and a the t- Saints. T- he's had a titty in all games so far. He's off to a great start. A yeah. titty? You call, you call them titties? Touchdowns? Okay. It's a TD, man. I yeah. like it, though. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh. Uh. Because I live under a rock. I guess so. All right, Mike Evans. Oh, what is that, week two? When they beat the Eagles. Ooh. Ouch. Ouch. I don't know how many times I had to tell you we lost in week two last year, and then we won the Super Bowl. So we got everybody right where we want them. Um, My number five, who is a guy that I don't know anything about, but supposedly he's killing it in the league right now. Do you know anything about any of these guys? No, it's the eye test, man. I just go by, like, what I see in headlines and shit. I didn't know we were doing this podcast till like this morning. I was scrambling to get eight people together. Yeah, I should have put more time into it, if that's what you're saying. But I got Michael Thomas. Wow. You like that? Way too low. Probably. Because he, he, it's your Mahomes argument. He's only done it for three weeks. He's done it for th- this is his third year. No, 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 but I'm saying, like, been on top, uh-huh. killing it three weeks. Look at that. Well, that's pretty much the same numbers as Mike Evans. Three touchdowns. 12 receptions, 10 receptions, 16 receptions? Dude, just put it up there, and this guy go, goes and gets it. He was born in 1993. Does that make you feel old? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Makes me feel old as shit. 25 years old. The guy can ball. 6'3", 203 pounds. Drew Brees loves him. And Drew Brees can put the ball anywhere you want. He'll make it rain. I love Michael Inside. Thomas. I'll, th- I'll talk about him later. I love love Michael Thomas. Oh, so you're, you have him on your list. Oh, yeah. And I didn't put him high enough, you're saying? Uh, yeah. Oh, all right. Never mind. I thought you were saying that I had him too high. You had him way too low. Oh. Okay. All right. We'll see where he comes in. If he's number one, that's some bullshit. All right, Michael Thomas. That was my number five. Who's your number five? Who you got? A.J. Green. Okay. Um... AJ Green, he's kind of went back and forth from being a top three wide receiver to top five. I mean, he kind of goes back and forth. I mean, he's off to a tear to start this year. Um, couple, I think it was week two. Uh, was it Thursday night football? Yeah, against the Ravens, he had yeah, like three, three touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, in the first half. But he only had like he only ended up with like five receptions in that game. Although three of them went for touchdowns, so um, it's pretty clutch. But uh, He's he's off to a good yeah. He's he not a ton of catches, man. Sixteen re- catches re- on the year. Five receptions, yeah, in that game. So yeah, pretty pretty decent memory. Um, three <laughs> touchdowns. You got a mind like a steel trap. Um, well, yeah, I mean, he 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 has great athletic ability. Uh, six four, he runs a four five forty. Um, but that's that's why I put him at number five. He has all the athletic traits to be an elite wide receiver. He just he just needs to put up those stats. I like A.J. Green. What I'm surprised is that he's already 30. Like, it doesn't seem like he's been in the league that long at all. But his career is just, like, dwindling away, fading away because he's got the ginger throwing him the ball. The red rifle. <laughs> like, if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan, how is Marvin Lewis still your head coach? That's a good question. And, like, how can you still follow the team if he's still your head coach and if Andy Dalton is still your quarterback? I what mean, are they doing? I, I, I don't... You're hating way too much on Andy, um, but... What has he done, ever? 
he he's he's had some decent years. He's had some decent years. But Marvin. So have I. But Marvin Lewis. <laughs> like he hasn't Mar- won but shit, Marvin man. But Marvin Lewis as your coach, I I just don't see how the man's still there. So, if Andy gets a dope coach, like you know some guy to come in, some new offensive John genius. Gruden. No, no, not Gruden. I'm talking <laughs> about like the next Sean McVay or something like that. If he comes in, can Andy Dalton be like resurrected? Into an awesome quarterback. I think Andy Dalton has some pretty. Look up to Andy like Dalton's is, stats right now. Is it now. Marvin Lewis's fault that Andy Dalton hasn't won major? I mean, games? I think it's or is Marvin it Andy Lewis's Dalton's fault. Who's think, more at fault? I think the the way Cincinnati's performed over the years is definitely Marvin Lewis's fault. Yeah, because do they really have a defense? Like, I feel like they did they, there for a while. Had, their defense is pretty good this year. They're not bad, but they're just so undisciplined. I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, like Montez Perfect. Yeah. He's always getting suspended for dumb shit. And, like, Pac-Man Jones. Can't be hitting I mean, people, Pac-Man. See, those stats aren't too bad. 109.7 QBR, 107.7. Yeah, that's great. He's captain consistent during I mean, the, look the at regular that flow. season. Look at that flow. Look at that flow, man. The hair doesn't make you play better. <laughs> it makes it more aerodynamic or some shit. No. He's also 30. So their time's ticking. Their time's ticking in Cleveland. Cincinnati. Or Cincinnati. Yeah, but no, their time is t- They're off the clock. Like, it's over. Turn out the lights. Last I call. I wouldn't go that far. Okay, but it's definitely last call. No, because, you know, it's Steelers, how many years Ben got left? One? Yeah, that division is kind of a shit show. Yeah, Ben's got probably like one year left. I mean, they got a chance to make a run here. The Ravens and 30s. the Browns. You could middle put- 30s. They got a chance to go on a run. No, I still think the Steelers take that division. We got, I got our picks from last week. Do you remember all of them? We won't go through them. We can. We got time. We're 38 minutes in, and I'll probably have to cut a few minutes because of that interruption. Um, so that was number – you're number five, right? Mm-hmm. All right, my number four is A.J. Green. And, I, I mean, the same reasons okay. you say. I mean, three touchdowns in that first half. I just feel like they could do better by him by getting a better quarterback. Because Andy Dalton is not a winner. So that's why I have my number four. I think if, if if Tom Brady was throwing A.J. Green the ball, he could be a number one receiver in the league. Well, that's another thing about Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady has really never had an elite, elite okay, receiver. Okay, forget I even said Tom Brady. An elite quarterback. Like a, a really yeah, good quarterback. But I'm just saying that. Like that's Aaron Rodgers and A.J. Green. That's another, that's another thing that makes Tom Brady the – number one receiver in the NFL is because he's always made every receiver that he's been given great. He's made Edelman great. Amendola, great. I wouldn't call those guys great. He's made, but when he's been there, they have he been He makes great. them better. They have been great when he's been at Patriots. If you look up their stats, they have been great. Debatable. I'm just saying, though. But Tom Brady's out there winning games, throwing to guys like Amendola and Edelman. Winning, winning championships. <laughs> he hasn't had. I mean, granted, Seth he has, last year. He's on the way out. But it, we're, this is a whole other topic. Yeah. I like how we just kind of <laughs> segue from topic to topic. There's no order to this show at all. It's just we pretend like there is, but really it's just chaos. All right. Uh, that was my number four. What was your number four? Odell. Odell, the head case Beckham. If he could just get his head straight. He could be a top two receiver in the NFL. I'm gonna go ahead and say he's my number three. So let's we'll both talk about okay. Odell right now. Um, I mean, and if he had a better quarterback, I, I I don't like Eli. 
Nobody likes Eli. Eli doesn't like Eli, dude. I don't think I feel like Peyton doesn't like invite him over for Christmas or anything. Like Eli just he walks home every day from practice, goes into his lair and plays Fortnite, and that's it. Like that's all Eli. That's what I see when I see Eli Man. No one on the team talks to him. No, he doesn't. He might have a cell phone. Nobody. He like still writes letters. He's Eli Manning. Uh, but yeah, um, Odell. I mean, some of the catches that he's made so far in his career are absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, if he wasn't such an asshole, like he'd be. Good. But part of me thinks we were talking about traits earlier. Part of me thinks like you got to kind of have that swag to be a top receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Well, or most do. I don't know if you have. <laughs> you don't have to have it, but a lot of them. You got to play with that confidence because you're out there on an island. Throwing kicking nets on the sidelines. I'm not talking about this, the dumbass <laughs> shit you do on the sideline. I'm talking about on the field, like having that confidence. Oh, yeah, you definitely Because it's one on one most of the time. Yeah, well, you definitely got to have, you have that swag. But, I mean, this, this the kind of shit that he does that when he's on the sidelines and everything else, I mean, you just can't. It's just a huge distraction to your ball team. Honestly, I wouldn't want him on the Vikings. I really wouldn't. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. He's a great talent, but I don't think he's a great teammate. <laughs> we. We we picked the player first, not the uh, the skill level. I need professionals on my team. Um, you talked about the crazy shit that Odell does on the sideline. Did you see what Jordan Reed did on the sideline this nah. week? How would I describe? How would but I? But they did whoop up on them Packers. Hell yeah! Thank you, thanks Skins. But, oh, cause the North. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I need it's the Packers to win that North. game. It's the battle for the North, man. The North. Winter's coming. Um, by the way, Sunday was the first day of fall. Your wife told us. And today it was 93 degrees when I got in my car. Gotta love South Carolina. Fall my ass. Temperature needs to fall. All right, Jordan Reed, sideline. Probably uh, a weak gesture. Yeah. He did, yeah. Making an obscene gesture towards fans. Look at this idiot. <laughs> hey, you know uh, I played against Jordan Reed in high school? How many touchdowns did he score on you? How many times he, he had, they actually scored zero points? We beat him in the state championship, thirty-five to nothing. He played quarterback for New London and Sony Chargers, baby. All right, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Oh, they have like Siri reading this. What what kind of video is this? This video sucks. Sorry, put this it's together. It's a terrible video. Another show with Travis Kelsey. That was not what I was looking for. Can you find a better video? I'm working on it. All right, so that was my number three. It was also Odell. While I'm pulling this up, tell me who who's your number three? Julio Jones. Julio. Talk about a freak athlete, man. Dude, dude's so fast. He's got amazing ups, unbelievable hands. But him and Matt Ryan just cannot get it connected in the red zone. Yeah, there was some obscene stat like. The past three years or something, or two years, they're like three for 20 it's in the red zone. It's, it's something horrible like that. And no touchdowns? Yes. And and to me, that's why he doesn't rank in my top two. Um, because of his quarterback? His quarterback just because him... if you got you got to score yeah. to be an elite receiver in the top, definitely the top two. Um, and That's a good point, man. I didn't think about I, that. I mean... If you you I believe on week one they had him off the field when they were in the red zone against the Eagles at yeah. one play because they got no chemistry. Bro. I mean, it's just I I just don't understand that. How do you not have your best receiver on the field when you're in the red zone 
every single play. And how long have you been playing together? Like, figure this shit out already. I just don't understand it. Like, you have Julio Jones, an unbelievable specimen to throw the ball to, and you just guys can't get it done. Just throw a jump ball into the corner of the end zone, let them go up and get it. I mean, but the other thing is, though, that's all they do. Like, we played them first game of the season. We, like, I played for the Eagles. But the Eagles played the Falcons first game of the season. And, like, it was so predictable. Being just a casual fan like I am, like, you, you knew every time, like, oh, here comes the ball to Julio. Oh, they're going to throw it up to Julio. And he, he had a great game in that game. But they couldn't get it done in the red zone, and that's, the 20s, why, and that's why they lost that game. Yeah, you can't throw him the ball every single time. Like, no matter how... I how do, well you do between the twenties? You can't you can't be that predictable in the NFL. I do think though Calvin Ridley is going to yeah, open up go open up Julio Jones even more though, and he's going to take defenders away because they're going to have to guard him too. Yeah, and I'm not really sold on Sanu. Like, I mean, I, he's decent. He's, he's a good got, number two guy. He's got really good hands though. But like, I, I can't get excited about. He's Mohammed made some really Sanu. cool one-handed catches. All right, so obscene gestures we were talking about. Look at look at Jordan Reed. Watch this idiot. This this is a freaking moron. Look at him. You can't be doing that, man. Oh my god. Telling the fans to blow you? Come on, oh Jordan. Oh my god. Come on. Kids are watching that. Like how Jesus. many how many kids saw that? Jesus. He's for those of you who didn't see it, Jordan Reed is standing on the sidelines. I don't during the game. He must have just scored a touchdown or something. And he's telling the fans in the stands to blow him. He's like motioning with his hand. It's it's just ridiculous, man. Did, I, did he get fined for that? He should. Jesus, I didn't see that. That's It's kind of hilarious, though. <laughs> it is funny because he was probably doing it to some, like, drunk 40-year-old man, you know what I'm saying, yeah. who's been nagging him all game. Packers fan with, yeah. with the cheese head on. Yeah, yeah, definitely wearing some cheese. Damn cheese heads. Definitely in a Brett Favre jersey and a cheese head, screaming. Really, but really, he's upset because his wife left him. <laughs> so Jordan Reed's telling him to blow him. That's great. Uh, Jordan Reed finds. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. He makes it. And why? So why for punching Kurt Coleman. Why isn't the NFL like locking down on this nonsense? They're too concerned about these. Uh, Ridiculous roughing the passer penalties. Right, I mean, they, they should be monitoring their <laughs> sidelines where you have you have your uh, the, like one of the top known tight ends in the NFL gesturing to the crowd to blow him. That's a fantastic point, man. I mean, come on, come on, Goodell. Redskins wire, no I seen something kind of funny. It was somebody did a a, a video mocking the NFL. And they said the way to tackle a quarterback, and they put an air mattress down as they were tackling him. Oh, yeah? And laid him down, and it was kind of funny. Yeah, I saw one on Twitter. It was a, a guy and his girlfriend, and she was pretending like she was Rodgers, and he was a defensive lineman. So she says, hike. She drops back, and he runs around. He, like, picks her up gently and, like, lays her down. And he has, like, a pillow behind him, and he puts it under her head. But I feel like that's kind of what they're looking for. I mean, how realistically, though, how, how would you go full speed into a person and not land on top of them? Without tearing your ACL. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like that poor guy. I just I don't know. I, I keep coming back to it, but it's just it's just driving me every game that I watch. It drives me crazy because I, I just don't understand it. This is football. Wait, do you get upset if you're watching like if it's not the Vikings? Do you still get up like do you still yell at the TV if your team is not playing? And if so, do you think that's a problem? 
I mean, I no, I don't. First of all, no, I don't think it's a problem. <laughs> but I do get upset when when I see a thing, especially like this, because I love the game of football. Like football is one of my favorite things to do. Like watching football, I love it. And when you're just ruining a game that I really love with a passion, and you're just tearing it apart every week because you're just making the game so soft. Football is a game about violence. It's always been that way. And like these guys, they're signing up, they're getting paid millions of dollars to play this sport. No one is telling them, hey, you have to go out and play this game. They know what they're signing up for every week. When they're going out, they're strapping it up, they're putting the pads on. You know you know what you're signing up to go out there and do. It's a dangerous game. Something could happen. You could get paralyzed. Um, you, you could get very hurt playing this game. But you know what you're doing before you go out there and play. And when you're taking this away, and I mean, I honestly, I think you're kind of making a more dangerous game when you're limiting people from what they can do because now they're worried about this and they have it in the back of their mind. They're trying to stop. Like somebody could get more seriously hurt now with the way we're trying to change the game than before. Right. You hesitate for that split second or whatever because you're afraid of the way you're going to hit a guy, and you could end up like Ryan Shazier or something could happen where, like, his knee hits your helmet or you know any one of millions of things could go wrong. And, I mean, the Clay Matthews tackles, like, when I grew up, I played football since I was, like, seven, eight years old, and that's how they taught you how to tackle. You put your head on the side of on either your nose to the football, to the side of the chest, and you wrap, and you go through the opponent. That's how they teach you to tackle. It's a perfect form tackle. If you look at those two, two of those tackles that he was flagged for, that is exactly step-by-step step how they teach you to tackle. So that's it just blows my mind. Like, what are they looking for yeah what they just want him to like come up and stop and like hug him and just hold him until they blow the whistle like keep him upright but even then that would be like hitting the quarterback too high and if you uh, <laughs> actually too that makes me think if you look um, just smack him in the Vikings game and the, the when they played the Packers in the first half a defender comes up and hits Cousins but he lets him go and then Cousins goes running and I think he ends up either running for a couple yards or throwing the ball away but it would have been like an eight-yard loss, but the defender stopped because I feel like he was worried about a penalty. Yeah. And, I mean, there was a similar play like that in the Eagles game where Carson Wentz, like, pretty much got sacked, but he wasn't down on the ground. He was, he kind of, like, turtled up and was backing up while the guy was wrapped up around him, and then he broke out of it, but the ref blew the play dead. So, like, he could have he extended the play. I mean, this is almost getting as worse in the college with the targeting and getting thrown out of the game. I mean, we're on the way, well on our way to getting there, which I think is another unbelievable thing. You throw a kid out in the first play of the game, wait, he's huge game, huge thing, huge implications for their season on the line, and he comes in and, and, and you don't like the way he comes in and hits, and you throw him out for the game. If you give him a 15-yard penalty, that's fine, but don't throw him out. Ridiculous. All we're saying is take a look at it at NFL. Like, it's obviously a problem. If we're talking about it, like, it's an issue. This is football. This isn't, I mean, football is meant to be a contact sport. All right. Uh, we kind of got off course there, we but did. That, that's we're, what's up. We're on your number two. And my number two is Julio Jones, who is your number three. So I can guess your last two, but I'm not going to say it. But I know. I think I know who they are. Michael Thomas is obviously one of them. Um, and the other guy that you and I haven't said yet. But uh, Julio, for the same reasons you said. And I think, just like the Andy Dalton, A.J. Green scenario, you're kind of running into that with Matt Ryan. 
I don't like. I feel like if you and I played together for six years, we could have a better chemistry in the red zone than what these guys have. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I completely agree. I just joking, don't, I don't of course, know but like you get my point. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where the connection is. I mean, they should know where they're at at all times. Cause he is such a freak. I mean, you watch him. His hands are huge. He goes up and just swipes the ball out of the air. It's it's got to be the scheme. I, and they've gone through different offensive coordinators, and they still can't. They still can't get it together. Yeah, uh, I don't get it. That's got to be tough though, going to like learning a whole new playbook. So back to back. All right, uh, number two, you got. So th- these are they're real close. Oh, they're real close, and I, I kind of, I'll talk about my number one and after my why he got me, and you know why I had took him at number one. Um, anyways, it, it's gonna surprise a lot of people, but number two is Antonio Brown. Oh my God, I can't believe you went there. Antonio Brown, I mean, if you watch any one of his games, every, I mean, his play speaks for itself. Um, on Monday night, he caught a little screen, juked the corner, and went to the house. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. Um, it was kind of, he, but I don't like the drama he's bringing to Pittsburgh. Um, that 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 tweet where he was like, "Oh, then trade me." Like, I mean, you're you're the one of the top wide receivers in the NFL one of the leaders of the team, you don't need to be making those distractions to your team. I mean, you got enough going on with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, it really ca- it's really, a shit show right it, now. It really man. is. I, I mean, I, I didn't really care for that. I mean, you, you got to, as a leader of that squad, you got you to gotta show different um, leadership uh, uh, qualities. Um, but, I mean, receiver-wise, I mean, the dude's unbelievable. Um, I don't know how many – has he had 1,000 yard rece- um, yards in every single season? I mean, we can look that up. Let's look, let's look up some stats. Because we here. have the internet. Antonio Brown, 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 Antonio Brown, uh, career stats. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. I mean, granted, and I didn't really worry where he was going at, like, away, away from Ben. I mean, Ben, I mean, they have a great connection, so I don't know why he would want to go away from that. I mean, I guess he's saying, like, he could go do that everywhere. Well, to be honest, I don't know. Some of these quarterbacks, I don't know if you can go and put up the kind of stats that you put up, but... Yeah, he's kind of slow out the gates here, huh? Nine receptions, He hasn't had a great year so far this year, which is another Which is crazy because, I mean, we say that, but he caught he's caught 24 balls in three games. Yeah. But Eight he, a game. He, he doesn't have a lot of yardage, though. A lot of short receptions. I know, but, like, not anybody can go out there and catch, you know, nine balls a game. Yeah. That's why he's number two, though. I mean, that's why let, he's number let me, let me see. Let's look at the rest of his career stats. Let's go. So, yeah, I mean, pretty much except for one season – 2012, yeah. He's, he's had over 1,000 yards. Wow, look at that one year. He had 1,800 yards receiving in 15. That's that's pretty remarkable. Dude, 1,500 yards last year. Nine touchdowns. The dude's, the dude's know, elite. 13, 10, 12, 9. It's kind of dropping off a little bit, but still. Nine but, touchdowns I mean, that's excellent. and this is another guy that it, when you need, it, you need a first down, you need a touchdown, you can go to him and you're going to get He's going to go up and get the ball. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pro. Yeah, I mean, he makes some sick catches, getting like both feet down, like Tony, Tony toe taps. They call he's, him. He's tough too. He's tough. Yeah, he he's a winner. He, he just had a kind of a breakdown, man. Yeah. Like we all do. You can't knock him for that. He's like, fucking trade me. I don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, all right. So that was your number two. My number two, I already said, was Julio. So my number one is Antonio Brown. So it's kind of. 
like the the eight seven six is like the most differences, but with something like receivers or even quarterbacks, like you pretty much know who the best guys are in the league. But uh, so that means you went Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas, number, number one. one. Why? Because he has the most receptions so far. So this man has th- been targeted forty times. You know how many receptions he has? Forty. Thirty-eight. That's pretty good. That's phenomenal. It's not forty though. That's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, um, dude, that's awesome. He's on pace for over two hundred receptions this season. What's the record? Most receptions in he's a, on, he's, a season. He, I, he's on pace to blow that record out of the water. Bullshit. I look it up. I believe he, he, I believe it's like a high hundreds. Marvin Harrison. Is it? It's yeah. got to be. Marvin. Marvin Harrison has the most receptions in the season. 143. Yep. 2000 he's on pace for over 200. Most pass receptions in a game is T.O. with 20 in 2000 with the 90s. So this man is on pace for over 200 receptions. Um, he has the most receptions in the uh, first two seasons in a career at 196, and he has the most catches in the first two games in a career with 28 in his first two games to start this season. That's pretty fucking good. Like, you need to start looking at him on the film, whoever's playing you. He is the go-to Come on, defensive coordinator. wide receiver in the NFL right now. All right, so your Michael Thomas is my Patrick Mahomes, like, but, he, we but, have, but look at what he did last year. We're crushing on these so, guys, man. So anyway, so uh, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember word for word what the statistics said, but it was something to the effect of in the last three years, Antonio uh, Michael Thomas has the best like stats than any receiver in the NFL. It, I don't know what the exact stats were, but it, it had to do with fantasy. Like he has like the most fantasy points. I, I don't I don't know. In, like the last in the last three years, he's been in the league that long. Like honest this to God, is, I've never heard of Michael Thomas until up, last his, week. Look at his stats. Michael I Thomas. Can't, it's bothering me because it was a really crazy stat. I don't know if that so was a stat. Because this is his third season, so that wasn't a stat. I'm trying. I can't remember what. ProFootballReference.com. Get all your stats. Career. 34 games. 234 receptions. Can you look up like a year? Yearly? Oh, here we go. Here we go. No, no that's 2018. There we go. go. So last year, he had 104 receptions. Where did he come from? Where did he go to school? Who is Michael Thomas? Do you know where he went to school? I don't. You're looking at his stats right now. I'm trying to see. The guy's obviously having a breakout season. So he had 149 targets and he had 104 receptions last year. Yeah, he had over 1,000 yards last year. And and in his first season. I mean, the man's putting up stats. Touchdowns nine five. He's already got three this year. He's gonna he's gonna get past nine for sure. All right, Michael Thomas, do you? And I mean, he's got a Hall of Famer throwing the rock too. Yeah, that never hurts. That's what I'm saying. Like AJ Green would be better. Julio, oh Matt Ryan's a Hall of Famer, probably. Probably. But Julio Jones would do better to have. They just don't have that Drew Brees. Him and Drew Brees, though. They, Why? They're, like, they're they need connected. to go out and, like, hit a Jimmy yeah, bar like, together but, or but look at Jimmy Graham when he was in New Orleans. And now look at Jimmy Graham now. Kind of washed up, huh? He's not the same. He's not, he doesn't he, have the connection with the. He, had, with he, didn't have, he didn't have it with Russell, either. 
No. No. He seems kind of like a douchebag, though, Jimmy Graham. But, I mean, he was unbelievable when he was in New Orleans. Yeah. Dunking the ball every game, pretty much, through the uprights. Getting the flag for it. Yeah. Like, I mean... What an asshole. So yeah, that's my number one. Um, I I really believe in this. I really believe in this guy. He's he's taking this league by storm, and he will be. The so he he's the truth. He is the truth. Michael Thomas, you heard it here first. <laughs> On the top eight podcast, uh, Michael Thomas is the best wide receiver in the game, according to Ryan. I got Antonio Brown just because he's on the Madden cover. But the Madden curse. Oh, and, could come and, back and, again. and I'm not saying Michael Thomas is very far. They're very close. Um, but I, I'm just giving him the, that edge to Michael Thomas. Just I mean, those stats of 38 receptions on 40 targets. I mean, that's that's impressive. Is the Madden? It is impressive. Next question: Is the Madden curse real? It is real. You think so? You think Antonio Brown will have a a worse year? Let's just go off last year's. Well, it's not even that. They get hurt, don't they? That's what happens. Yeah. So that would be defined as a worse year. Yeah. Oh. Well, Antonio Brown have a worse like be worse this year than last year. Do you think? Oh yeah. He's already been off to a worse start. And you think it's because the curse, the Madden curse. It's real. Like the Kardashian curse. That's a real thing too, man. What's that? You don't know about the Kardashian curse. I don't know about the Kardashian curse. What happened to Reggie Bush after he started dating Kim Kardashian? You never heard from him again. Look at Lamar Odom. That's fucking true. overdosing in strip clubs and stuff. Yeah. That's scary. That's why Ben Simmons started dating one of the Jenners. Everybody in Philly was freaking out. They were like, the curse is real. You got to get him out of there. And he stopped. He stopped dating her. Not because the fans said so, but it was just like a summer fling. Huh. Well, He's keeping his options open. 22 years old. 6'10", Australian guy. Good for him. He's got the whole world ahead of him, man. Just slinging it. Unlike us. All right. Uh, we are at an hour and two minutes. Um, you want to drop your Twitter handle? I got mine finally ready for the podcast. Uh, yeah, um, you can at me at um n i h i l l one eight nine zero. Um, you shout out me there. Um, respond to any questions. Um, talk about sports, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, we're just trying to build this thing. Hopefully, we can get some more listeners. Um, Spread the word. Just come check us out. All right. Um, you can also tweet at the show. Um. It's uh, at the top, the number eight podcast. So at the top eight podcast, find us on Twitter. And you can also email the show. I literally just set up an email right before we started this podcast about an hour ago. And that is the top eight podcast at gmail.com. So email us your top eight wide receivers or if you want to go back to quarterbacks. Um, or if you got ideas for upcoming episodes, if you want to do the top eight sandwiches or some shit <laughs> if you really like sandwiches or anything you want to talk about we're open for it um, we're open to it so um, please give us your feedback and let us know um, anything else man no man um, I feel like I said um a lot right there I gotta work on that